0: Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world. The Fairways of Life show on air, online and around the world. With the most candid interviews. Unforgettable stories. Taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host. New York Times bestselling author and golf channels, Matt Adams.
1: Welcome one and all into the fairways of life show on this Wednesday. I hope you guys are doing well from wherever you are joining us around the globe today. I mentioned it to you guys yesterday. We see it. We know where all the different people are as you're coming in from around the world, at least from our primary YouTube channel when we do the weekday streaming. So we can see you guys watching in Australia and coming in from the United Kingdom, Obviously, coming in from Ireland, which is really fun, too. More on that in just a second. Coming up on the Fairways of Life show today, John Rahm will be on the program. Uh, An interesting series of questions and answers from John Rahm in advance of the CJ Cup, which, of course, will get underway tomorrow morning. I'll have the airtimes for you in just a little while as well. And in just a little while, we're going to hear from Jordan Spieth on the Fairways of Life show, too. It all lies ahead. Now to Ireland, and to wrap up all things that are the wonders of the Emerald Isle, I am absolutely delighted to be joined by a longtime partner of the Fairways of Life show, Alison Metcalf, who is the Executive Vice President of Tourism Ireland. Her territory, she covers North America, Australia, and New Zealand. And and Alison, first of all, thank you for joining us and taking the time today. Uh, We always have fun talking about the wonders of Ireland, talking about just how special a place it is. And I know it's a bucket list for so many people. And along those same lines, I also know that Ireland, over the last, what, year plus, has had a massive influx of tourists coming coming in from all over the world. So share with us, if you will, what, what's going on, what's the magic, and why it's going so well.
2: Okay, well, first of all, great to be back, Matt. And, uh, Pleasure. Uh, Welcome to the, your global audience. It's great that you have Australians and, and, uh, listening as well. Listen, we have seen a, a great recovery this year. I, I think it would be fair to say that the recovery in tourism from North America um, to the island of Ireland has been stronger and more robust than we ever thought. We're running at about 80% of... Uh, of our 2019 numbers. So we're delighted about that. And wow. why is that? Well, there's huge pent up demand. Um, we've also had great air access. Um, and as we've talked about before, Matt, you know, you can't get there, you can't grow your business. And we saw a very quick restoration of, of direct flights. So this year we had, this summer we had direct flights from 13 gateways. And as we look to plan into 2023, that's going to improve. We'll have 16 gateways, including some new gateways coming back for next year. And some great marketing. I I I would think it'd be fair to say, uh, Tourism Ireland, working in partnership with all of its industry partners, and uh, particularly our golf sector, uh, we've invested more this year to, to to bring back business to the island of Ireland. Uh, I think you know people feel very comfortable travelling to Ireland, um, and as we we know, it's the history, the heritage, and the scenery, and of course the great golf that attracts them. And as we're going to talk about that great 19th hole. So we're not uh, we're not we're certainly not complacent, but we're happy with the way things are going right now as we look to to move into 2023.
1: Rightfully so, Alison. We can attest to the same. We did a huge trip in the spring of this year that took us to the northwest of Ireland, and then we circled right into Northern Ireland and finished at Royal Port Rush, and then swung back down and flew out of Dublin. It was tremendous. We had a fantastic time. Uh, there were multiple trips in between there as well, even as as people have seen in our different discussions about Ireland as we run through the one with my wife and sister and her husband, Mark, uh, was just so special. And I, and I want to pick up on that for a second because it speaks to the fact that you can do trips with family. You can do these buddy trips, all of now, my trips, as you would imagine, are built around golf and and the the experience of golf and and the 19th hole as you aptly phrased it. And I want to pause on that for a second because We did a lot of cultural things, both trips, but in particular on the second one with family. We visited everywhere. We did the dinners at the castles. And I wonder if you could talk to us about, while golf is primary and we will get into it, that Ireland has so much to offer.
2: It absolutely does, and I, I think you touched on a really important point there. I think what we've seen as part of the recovery is multi-generational trips. People want to spend time with their friends and their family. Uh, an island offers a really good fit for that, The warmth of welcome. It's, it's a very accessible destination, so wherever, wherever you're basing yourself, you're in Dublin, you're in Belfast, you're on the Causeway Coast, you're down in, in um, anchoring it around a golf trip, you've got lots of things to do and see. So whether you're traveling on the wild Atlantic Way, there's you know, this great scenery, there's great castles, you've got the Cliffs of Moher, you've got the Ring of Perry. Uh, if you're on the Causeway coast and playing some of those wonderful links courses, you've got the Giant's Causeway, you've got Old Bushmills whiskey distillery. Uh-huh. Uh, so culture and heritage is never never far away. People are traveling for that great landscape. And then of course, uh, when it comes to, um, you know, what what you do off that golf course and what you do touring around, doing great food, great music. So it's very accessible um, and it's a destination that whilst it's, it's quite small, it's easy to um, base yourself in different regions and plan itineraries around that. There's something for everybody. And I think because we are a very family-friendly destination, um, it's easy to organize things. You can organize a certain amount of things before you go, but generally wherever you're staying, there'll be people there to help you and to organize things. That, perhaps just you on the spur of the moment or you have a great great weather you decide you want to go biking you want to go you know do a cycle tour a walking tour as well as obviously playing great golf so I think there is something for everybody and it's easy to organize obviously we speak the same language and uh, Matt you have spent a lot of time over I think this year you've spent such a lot of time there we should be awarding you honorary Irishman status because uh, um you've certainly talked about um the the variety of things to do so the golf and more message is something we have been talking about for quite a long time. But, uh, yeah, there's something for everybody. Uh, and I think it comes back to it's an accessible destination. You know, six hours from the East Coast, nine hours from the West Coast, a um, lot of point-to-point air access. So it's hassle-free in that regard. You're not having to connect through other other gateways. And that's important for people, particularly when they're traveling with their family. Uh,
1: you know, you just you, – you gave us so much great stuff there, Alice, and I want to try to break down some of the elements. Uh, even, even the – the the citizenship that you alluded to, I almost have it. We're almost done with the application. There's a lot of pieces oh, you is. have to put together, but I've almost got all the pieces assembled. So maybe we'll be celebrating that uh, very soon too. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, when you spoke to all of these different things, it is I'm sure music to the ears of people that are watching this from coast to coast and around the world because it gives them the opportunity to say, wait a minute. So I can go, like for example, I had, a, I had a friend that went and his wife's dream was to ride horseback through the surf and she ended up doing it uh, in, in the Waterville area. Uh, but yeah. for other people, it would be, of course, these, these incredible Lynx golf courses that are flashing up on the screen right now. However, what I wanted to focus in on was something that you did mention, and that is getting the help you need to put it together. You already know my philosophy is that I think the number one thing that keeps people from doing what they want to do when it comes to travel to Ireland or or anywhere else is fear of logistics. How can we overcome that and how can we help people get the help that they need to go to where they want to go?
2: Well, first of all, I mean, Ireland has a lot of great Ireland you know, specialist destination management companies. or So you can work with a, a companies based in Ireland or there are obviously specialist tour operators here in the US. So whether you're looking, obviously, there's golf tour operators and there's other uh, operators that specialize in um in, in organizing uh, tours and custom itineraries. So, I think the key thing is to do some of your own initial planning, go onto island.com, think about what you want to do, what's important to you, um, how much time you have, and then turn it over to a specialist operator. And we can certainly, you know, um, uh, the, many of those are listed on island.com. We can certainly help people, uh, put them in touch with those companies who will basically make it a turnkey operation. And I think you know, that, that's, that takes the sting out of the tail. That takes the, the pain out of out of, of, of all these logistics. And the other thing I think what people have learned is post-COVID is that uh, if plans change, situation changes, you want to have the, the reassurance of a trusted professional who has all the local contacts on the ground and can just, um you can just put everything in place for you and, and make sure things run smoothly. So work with a, um, an island specialist operator. It's a golf operator, a destination management company. Um, Matt, you're familiar with some of those companies. We, there are a lot of companies that do that and we can certainly um, put people in touch with those. Island.com lists a number of those operators on there. It's a totally impartial site. We as the destination marketing organization work with everybody and we pride ourselves in trying to match people up with the, with, with the right providers to ensure that they have the very best vacation.
1: Yeah, and I would strongly recommend, folks, that if you are considering your bucket list, your dream trip to Ireland, take advantage of what Allison is describing there and these tour operators because they are experts on the ground. And even for someone like me that's, that's in Ireland five, six times a year, I use those operators every single time that I go. And the reason that I do is is, as Allison put it, she used the phrase turnkey because I don't have to worry about anything. If you get it, get a, yeah. a driver, which is I I prefer, so that we can go out and have all the fun that we want to have. Uh, the crack, as it's it's called, using the local vernacular, and that way you don't have to worry about anything. The tee times will be set up, all the rest to that point. Tee times, as, as we wrap up here with with uh, with uh, Allison, the four hundred plus golf courses that are in Ireland include these. Brilliant links courses that we have shown people and will continue to show people because of their beauty, but it also includes incredible Parkland-style golf courses, and one in particular in Adair Manor that has a pretty distinctive uh, history that it will be making not so far down the road.
2: That's right. I mean, obviously, uh, the the Ryder Cup will return to Ireland in 2027 and and they will be hosting that. So that's really exciting. It's obviously located very close to Shannon Airport. So Shannon is a a big gateway for golfers looking to to golf on the West Coast. Um, We've also obviously got the return of the Open Championship, not to a parkland course, but to uh, Royal Portrush in 2025. But other great parkland courses like the the K Club, um, the 2023 Irish Open, the Horizon Irish Open will return to the K Club. And it's great news that Rory McIlroy has also said that he will be um, returning to his home open. Uh, You might recall he won the Irish Open in 2016 at the K Club. K Club also hosted a a former Ryder Cup back in uh, uh, 2006. And also courses like Royal Belfast. I don't know, Matt, if you've played Royal Belfast, but it's the oldest golf course in in Ireland that dates back to 1881. It's a Harry Colt course, Um, just 10 miles outside of Belfast. It's it's, a parkland course, but it runs along the uh, Belfast Lock. So you see the ferries coming in from Scotland. That's a great course and a oh. great um, opportunity to, for people who are perhaps driving from Royal County down up to Royal Port Rush to uh, en route just play um, Royal Belfast and, and get their, knock their game back into shape if they've been beaten up on those Lynx courses. But it's certainly a favorite <laughs> of mine. I played there um, just, just a few weeks ago.
1: Alison Metcalf, who is the executive vice president of Tourism Ireland. What are you the most excited about now?
2: I'm excited about really rebuilding. This year has been about restarting tourism, and as we head into 2023, I'm excited about really rebuilding and and delivering more growth uh, and welcoming more Americans and Canadians and, and international visitors generally to the island of Ireland. I think we have. A wonderful experience on the ground there's been huge investment in product um, and uh, we just can't wait to welcome more visitors going forward and The great news is we're going to have an increase in direct flights for next year, so it's going to continue to be easy to get to the, Isle of the island of Ireland for golfers and for visitors in general so it's always an upward, and we're looking, we're just in the process of uh, Uh, planning our activity for next year, including a lot of uh, marketing for golf, but also we'll be launching a new campaign as well to excite people about what the island of Ireland has to offer. So stay tuned.
1: Cannot wait for all that lies in prospect. Alison, thank you so much for what you do, for what everyone associated with Tourism Ireland does to bring the wonders of Ireland to the world. Cannot wait to tell our world about it on our end and also to enjoy it ourselves. Selfishly, I will tell you that much as well. Thank you for your time as ever, my friend.
2: Thanks, Matt.
1: Look forward to seeing you. Ireland.com, folks. Log on there when you get a chance and you can see all the details of everything that Allison is talking to us about. And don't forget, we cannot do this show without our partners that are so critical. Ireland is one of them, but also it includes the PGA Tour Superstore, the number one golf retailer in all of the land, and there's a reason why they're big, beautiful stores, and because they are staffed by true professionals. And DeWiz Golf, the wearable technology that will allow you to know your game like you have never known it before. Measuring your golf swing in real time and space, based upon neuroscience. Make your feel real. Log on to deWizGolf.com for more. When we come back, more of the Fairways of Life show.
0: In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world famous Lynx courses. And our world-famous Parkland courses. All set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com golf.
1: You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this.
0: Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone... And a friend. And have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, senior tour. I absolutely smoked that. (laughs) Anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com.
1: You'll receive an email showing your stats. And the best tour B for your game.
0: So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season
1: are you an E or a C? Both have Ridge back. These are loaded with pay. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for up What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs.
3: So, are you an E or a C? Hmm I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close.
2: This is the whiz. It tracks your swing in real time.
3: Got it. One zero one. Gives you a feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transition plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing 50.3 inches.
2: The whiz are really helped me to keep that consistent swing.
4: Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop.
1: All right, welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure to have you company. Thank you to Allison for joining us on this Wednesday morning. Uh, the CJ Cup will be getting underway tomorrow. In just a moment, I'll be giving you the air times uh, so that you guys know how, when, and where you can get the coverage of what is a very stout field uh, at the CJ Cup for this time of year. Now, John Rahm spoke to the media in advance of the CJ Cup. And It's interesting because as many times as John Rahm has said, he's, he doesn't want to talk about Liv and the PGA Tour anymore. Most of the questions he was asked were about Liv and the PGA Tour. Uh, he was asked about his reaction to Phil Mickelson's recent comments that the PGA Tour is trending downward and that Liv is trending upward to get his reaction to that. How important will be a welcoming nature in the Ryder Cup uh, for the European side because uh, Sergio, who said he wants to be a part of the Ryder Cup, said that he feels at large unwelcome right now. Uh they asked him about the fact that he had expressed some concerns about the 20 event commitment. Uh, and remember that the PGA Tour yesterday afternoon announced the four additional events that will be elevated. And so making the number 20, the players have to play 20. And he thought that that would be difficult for him because of his desire to also be a part in support the DP World Tour, formerly known as the European Tour. And there, he was asked if any concessions were made relative to that. Of uh, those four events... The Waste Management Phoenix Open, the RBC Heritage, the Wells Fargo, and the Travelers, those are the four elevated events for the season that lies in store. The season obviously is already underway, but all of these events are after the new year and what I'm referring to there. And those four events, it should be noted, are not expected to be elevated events on a yearly basis. The tour, apparently with these events like this, want to get into an almost cycle where it comes back however many years. Obviously for us, the the closest event to us, and it's very near and dear to the heart for the Fairways Life Shows and Travelers, so the fact that the Travelers Championship is going to be an elevated event in 23 is really exciting because— of the strength of field that they're going to get, but they always get a a strong strength of field. But when you talk about the RBC Heritage the week after the Masters or the Travelers, which will be the week after the U.S. Open, remember the U.S. Open is in California this year in L.A. Uh, He was asked about, are you concerned? Uh, About two of these four events are the week after a major. Here's John Rahm.
3: It's been nice to... After finishing, what hasn't been my, my best PGA Tour season, even though it's still pretty good. To um, so go to Wentworth, have the Sunday, and then follow it up by playing good in Spain and, and having a very, very meaningful win. Uh, I said it before, I, I understand it's not the strongest field, but it's uh, something that means a lot to me, and sometimes controlling myself in the crowd uh, can be a little bit harder, so... Uh, for me it was a week to be proud of so hopefully I can keep that good play going and and translate those wins to the PGA Tour which I've done in the past I've played great in the fall in European Tour in the fast and I've translated it to the PGA Tour so I'm excited to be here have not played the golf course yet I saw some of that event they had here last year and all the feedback I've gotten from the golf course is that is fantastic and it's in absolute perfect shape so I can't wait to get out there well until I get an official statement from the PGA Tour, I won't be able to 100% believe it. No, it could be true. If it is, we'll deal with it. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, a lot of people play the weeks after majors. Uh, Kelly would be extremely happy because she's wanting to go back to Hilton Head for a very long time. So she'll be happy about that. And the other ones, Travelers, for example, is an event that I love. And I haven't been able to go because usually after that, I go to Europe. So you know, sometimes when the schedule is set and you have to go play, it makes things easier, right? I mean, at least in my mind, it's like, okay, you have to play these events and then you organize the rest, which there's a simplicity to it in that sense. Um, plus, I mean, you're elevating great events. They're all amazing golf courses. They're all amazing events. A lot of history in all of them. So uh, they're worthy of it. Is uh, there- what is it. Yeah, Hilton Head and Travelers After Majors. I'm not keen on playing after a major, but I've seen people do it, and I've seen people do well, so there's no reason why you can't. Well, you well a, a lot of it is going to have to be a combination of, of discussions with the European Tour, for people like Rory and I, where we have those 20 events to play for the PJ Tour, and then you need to add three or four more with the European Tour, right? plus the events you want to play. You don't want that number to get too high, and for us to get play more golf than we want to play before the Ryder Cup or after the Ryder Cup, you want to have, like Brian was asking, the proper time off as well, so um like I said, I think there's gonna be some discussions to to be made in that sense. But I also said last year from Tournament of Champions till East Lake I played nineteen events. Right. I think this will count as one of my twenty. It could be very similar to last year, but it won't change. So uh my schedule's been pretty similar every year. So, I mean it's again here and there you change the some events that you may play, and may not play, but um the number adds up to the same. I think it's important. Um, so far, the last the two Ryder Cups I've been a part of. Once you arrive and you're on that team environment, it's an unusual situation where everybody can be truly themselves. With players that they maybe usually are not. Uh, so you need to have that welcoming aspect, right? If there's if there's some animosity in between players, it's just not going to work out. Right? No team very few teams can succeed when players don't get along. So it's, I don't know if you can really make that happen. I, like I've said many times, yeah, I want Europe to have the strongest team they can have. We can have. Hopefully I'll be in, in Rome. Uh, yeah. So I, I want the best players at the time and the best Ryder Cup players to be there. But if that in, includes having some bad blood and having some issues, I don't know if that's necessarily a thing, right? obviously, uh, Rory mentioned there's a lot of young players playing great. Uh, and if things can get worked out, we obviously these people are going to have a start. That doesn't mean that we don't have a chance. It means we're have a young team, which is not a bad thing. The U.S. last year did okay with a, with a young team, so uh, hopefully we can do the same. Plus, a lot of those young players, a lot of us in Europe have grown up playing for our national team, have grown up playing match play for our national team, playing foursomes, four and in individual matches, and being part of a team, right? So they're already used to the dynamics. It's just experiencing the Ryder Cup, which obviously it's a, it's a bigger task. I mean, I love Phil, but I don't know what he's talking about. I really, I really don't know why he said that. Uh, there's been some changes being made but it doesn't necessarily mean it's it's going down, right? Uh, I truly don't know why he said that. Uh, don't know. I really, I really don't know. Um, I think there's some great changes being made and great changes for the for the players in the tour. So I don't know. I truly don't know what what drove him to say something like that.
1: Interesting reaction from John Rom. Obviously, that last question was the one that I prepped you guys on, where he was asked about reacting to Phil Mickelson's comment that. Live is trending up, and the PGA Tour is trending down. And I like the way that John Rom reacted. He didn't use it as an opportunity to attack. He used it as an opportunity to remind that he didn't have context. And so much of what we do in today's world is completely out of context. It's it's interesting. Dom and Andrew uh, comment to me all the time that you know when they put out a, a video clip, a content clip, a show, they put a title on it. And a lot of times, we'll admit to you, we have fun with the different titles. We sit around and laugh about which titles we're going to use in the morning. And it is surprising to us how often it is clearly evident that people are reacting when they give us a comment, are reacting simply to the title and not to the content. They never actually heard that, which ultimately they are commenting on. They're just looking at a title and... Coming up with a reaction to it and oftentimes making judgments and sometimes some pretty harsh judgments about a title instead of actually hearing the words from the people. So I like that that John said what he said and that John Rahm basically said, I don't have the context. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but I don't have the context to know why he said that. So I'm not going to answer to what someone else said when I don't know the why behind just being told words Uh, really interesting very interesting hey getting you up to speed here's the airtime so that you're ready to to watch the cj cup and more coming up this week the cj cup we have it for you on golf channel from as you can see 3 p.m eastern time on thursday friday saturday and on sunday uh, that will be your coverage time pga tour radio which you can hear on the pga tour app you can hear it on PGATour.com, and both of those locations are free, and they work all around the world. Or if you subscribe to National Satellite Service, a Sirius XM, Thursday and Friday the coverage will be from noon. On Saturday it will be from 1 p.m., and then Sunday once again from noontime. All of the times I'm giving you today are Eastern time. The PGA Tour Champions Dominion Energy Charity Classic, the coverage on Friday and on Saturday will be from 7 p.m., Eastern time on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. uh, Golf into prime time in what is, I know, a very busy time of year in the world of sports. The NBA just got started again. Baseball is in the playoffs. Hockey is underway. Most teams are three. I saw the Rangers are four games into their season already. There's so much happening with everything, football, and I hope you guys are having fun with a great time of year for the world of sports just as it's starting to get a little bit holder. Now, Jordan Smith also spoke to the media at the CJ Cup, and he had some interesting comments, too. You're going to hear from Jordan right after this. Boyne golf truly offers an unrivaled michigan golf vacation experience just log on to boing i guess hello world
0: huh <laughs> And with one subtle hello tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career i've done it for 20 years now with with bridgestone it allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens and it's allowed me to win a lot of Stone Golf, proud to be
2: part
3: of your journey.
1: You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life Show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Are you ready
0: for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylor cobra Titleist, and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore
1: created without the constraints of time or money PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do. Period. Period. All right, welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Wednesday on the eve of the C.J. Cup in Congaree. Uh, let's get you ready for Jordan Spieth here. When he addressed the media, again, asked a whole array of different questions, uh, including what he's been doing since his 5 0 start at the President's Cup. He was asked about, do you appreciate recent successes more as a result of the struggles that you had over the last few years? Will the Wells Fargo being elevated put you in a bind with your Dallas-Fort Worth roots, will anything change with how you make your schedule this coming, and when I say this year, we're in the season, as I noted, but calendar year they're talking about, compared to previous years? And then, as I mentioned, that question of, you know what, five zero and 0 at the pres Cup, what have you been doing?
4: I've been trying to play a bunch, um, practice a bit, kind of keep things progressing from where they went into President's Cup. I felt like... Uh, felt like I played some really, really nice golf there. And those team events, you know, you you feel the pressure you feel trying to win a tournament on a Sunday. And so was really exciting to, you know, hit some really nice shots and, and make some putts those last three days. So um, trying to gear up for this week, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to start really behind like I have the last two years come Kapalua. Um, and so it would be really nice to get off to a good start and have a strong finish here because I think this is probably – probably the only pga tour the fedex only fedex cup event that i'm able to play this fall so i've never been here before it's it's really really cool i mean i very much enjoyed the nine holes i played looking forward to seeing the rest of it today and i don't think it changes a whole lot from august to i mean from january to august i've played a lot of golf in that time frame anyways i've never played a a lot of events in the fall um you know, I think elevated events will take some priority while still playing essentially a very similar schedule. Um, so, I, you know, I think my goal this next year is I'll possibly play one or two less on the West Coast and play more in Florida. I think that's a better fit for my game. And I did not do that last year with weddings and such. It was a big. It was a big wedding and year. Sometimes this uh, over. Um So uh, this next year, I look to. That's kind of the biggest change for me. It'll be quite a bit more in in the Florida area, Texas area, and and places where I'd like more challenging courses on Bermuda <clears throat> and the wind. Uh, it looks like it'll just be an extra one in a row. If that's the case, you know, then that does put me and and a few other people like Scotty, Zelators, like some guys who like playing both the Dallas events, um, you know, in a situation where you're looking at five in a row, um, which I've done once. I don't particularly like doing more than four in a row, but I love my hometown events. I've been playing them really well as well. And um, then just played the President's Cup well there at at Wells Fargo. So um, with a major in there and then Jack's event, I think I just – you know, maybe, I don't know what it's gonna look like, but it looks like probably five in a row where I go into Jack's event on Tuesday night or something like that. <laughs> more so in the last couple of years, I've really enjoyed the process, really enjoyed the work more than ever. Uh, the successes, I don't think there's, you know, there's only a couple of things I think I could accomplish that would be something I haven't done before. Um, and so I don't like to – like, that's the that's the goal anyways. That's my expectation is to play at the highest level and win golf tournaments. And now I just – I'm more enjoying my day-to-day work in getting to a place of freedom, you know, getting to the fields where I'm like, man, that's – I'm going to get there and, and then it, I'm going to stripe it all day. Um, it's that kind of excitement that I'm kind of finding in the ground that's um, in the work that's probably – what I see the biggest difference from even rookie year to when I was struggling to more recently, um, I'm appreciating the work and, and trying to maximize you know the time that I have when I am working um, and enjoying that process more than I would say the, the end benefit of winning a tournament or winning matches.
3: What's been one of those moments?
4: Uh, well, they're they're almost daily. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's constant one day, you know, I might progress for three days in a row. And in those three days, I look back, I'm like, man, that was a lot of fun. I feel like I'm a lot better player right now going forward. Um, you know, it's just, try. I mean, my whole thing and, and it's a cliche cause it's, it's said everywhere. It's just trying to be 1% better each day. Um, and I, I feel that I can tangibly grasp when I go out at the start of the day, what I can do to become 1% better that day versus just hoping that something fell into my lap. I can actively go pursue it and make sure it happens, and that's fun for me.
1: Jordan Spieth, uh, part of, as you saw with the graphic that Andrew put in there, a really stout field at the CJ Cup. Uh, I, I received a message saying, how did Ricky Fowler get it? He, he was his sponsor's exemption. That's that's how he ended up finishing last week, so he's going from Japan to Congaree to play, but that is how we got into the field, just so we know. When we are together again, we will be on the day of play at the CJ Cup in more. And until that time, we wish you the very, very best. Be well. Goodbye for now.